Hello and welcome to the Howling Monkey Reads the Comics. Today is Sunday, January 20th, 2019. Let's take a look and see what's happening in the funnies together, shall we? Well, I hope everybody is doing well this bright and cold and clear Sunday morning, uh, or whatever time you're, I don't know when you're listening to this, or it, it, I don't even know if anybody is listening to this, honestly. I, I feel like I'm putting it out there and then it's some ancient civilization, or well, not an ancient civilization, a future civilization will look back to us as an ancient civilization, and this is all they'll find is a is a recording of people talking about comic strips, and they will they will say, "Yep, nope, they 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 deserved extinction." Hey, how's everybody doing? We got my co-host here, M. M. How are you today? Good. You excited about it being winter? Yeah. We had some snow last night, didn't we? Uh huh. And it it what, like about a foot of snow. No, no, it, we we didn't get a lot of snow. <laughs> Not even enough to throw a single snowball, did we? No, we couldn't even. Which is a shame because M's favorite thing to do in the world is throw snow at me. So uh, I'm sorry you weren't able One to do that. One time you came back from work and I threw a snowball at you. <laughs> That's right, and you hit me. You hit me pretty good with it. You, you were waiting for me when I came home. So that's that was fun, but uh, that didn't happen yesterday because it, it just kind of vaguely snowed and it wasn't cold enough to stick. But still, you know, that's, that's something. That's something. Hey, let's see what's going on in the comics today. And oh, hey, before we get started. One more reminder, or another reminder, please check out our website, www.howlingmonkeyradio.com. we got all sorts of stuff on there. we got another show that we sometimes do there, maybe other shows in the future. Uh, there's a blog, and uh, most importantly, there's a way to buy junk and give us support. So, uh, sales being what I is what my strong suit is, so go look on there and see if you can buy some junk with uh, the Howling Monkey on it. So, you, you want to buy some Howling Monkey stuff in no. What, what? You should have some. You should want a Howling Monkey coffee mug, and uh, you already have one. I, I do. I do already have one, and I, and it's great, isn't it? No. It, do not listen to this child. The merchandise is top notch, and you should buy all of it. No, you shouldn't. What? <laughs> you? I am going to throw you off this show because you are not helping at all. Yes, I am. Uh, all right, let's. Since, since that's a bust, let's see what's happening in the comics today. Our first comic of the day is Garfield. In this episode, Garfield goes out and he's looking at the, 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 the moon there. And the moon is just the moon. And then suddenly, for some unknown reason, it starts smiling at him. No, like he's smiling too. Uh, Garfield smiles back at it and the moon is reflect. Oh, you're right. The moon is for some reason reflecting what Garfield's doing exactly. No, it's like copying it. It, it. You're right. I didn't notice that. It's like, uh, very good. It, so it's kind of grinning. Then Garfield shows his teeth and the moon shows his... And Garfield's, Garfield's a weird cat, man, because he's got teeth that are like people teeth, not like cat teeth. So instead of pointy cat teeth, he's got these this mouthful of human teeth. Human teeth, uh, which is weird. And he's got, man, the, the cat has like... People feet, and uh, also he smiles weird. He smiles. He, he smiles. Like, yeah, he, <laughs> he smiles real weird. He's got people teeth and people feet, and uh, that's just uh, why is this? People hands and people hands, and I I don't know. I think Garfield may actually be a person and not a cat. Uh, a person with fur on it. A furry person. Yeah, furry. Furry person Garfield, which was my <laughs> my least favorite president. All right. Anyway, he's uh smile. He's smiling. Uh, then he sticks his tongue out, and the moon sticks its tongue out. And uh, Garfield goes inside, and, and John says, Hey, was there a super moon tonight? And Garfield goes, Nope, just a goofy one. 
the jo okay. The joke here is that tonight there's going to be a super. What's called a supermoon. There's a supermoon, but it's got more. It's like a blood red werewolf supermoon or something like that, uh, which means that it's going to be a red moon that's gigantic, and that if you look at it, you turn into a werewolf and sell Dr Pepper products. That's what that Not means. True. Well. Okay, maybe you don't get the Dr. Pepper gig, but the rest of it's absolutely no, accurate. No, it isn't. Anyway. I will look at the moon tonight. Well, you'll, then you'll be you'll be dancing around selling Dr. Pepper if you do, and then going, ah No, I won't. Anyway, the joke here is that there is a super moon coming tonight, but Garfield says it's a it's a goofy moon because it was acting, acting all goofy. But that's the joke there. Our next comic of the day is The Born Loser. In this episode, they're, uh, The Born Loser and his wife are sitting around talking and saying, hey, uh, Wilberforce's birthday is coming up. Wilberforce is their kid. Um, and uh, she's the, the mom saying, I really want to surprise him. And he goes, uh, Mr. Mister Born Loser says, why are you whispering? And she goes, well, he has big ears. I don't want him to hear us. And he goes, well, why don't you just write it down so he won't know what we say? And then, and then she says, well, have you forgotten that he's a big boy now and he can read? And it, from my looking at this comic in the past, this kid's like 15. So, yeah, he can read. He's been reading probably for a while now. But, yeah. but, but anyway, but, but I, this is just to set up the hilarious joke in the last panel. So, uh, he's a big boy now. Have you forgotten he can read? And he goes, hey, no problem. Let's just write it in cursive. Most kids today think that's a foreign language. The joke there is that kids today don't learn how to write in cursive, and uh, that is the decline of civilization, apparently. I know how to write a cursive D. Well, <laughs> well, there you go. If if you could just get all all other of the rest of the letters, we'd be good. But you got that D down, so that's that's good. They teach you cursive already? No, they don't teach us. <laughs> you just like are on your own learning how to write cursive D's. No. Why, how do you know how to write a cursive D? The letter D. D. Why do you know how to write a cursive D? I don't know. It's just something you just picked up, like on the yeah. school on the playground. Kids are comparing cursive D's now, and no. and you're learning. Hey, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna draw a cursive D, and uh, you, you got a friend that goes, Oh yeah, well, just wait till you draw an E. Yeah, no. is, that, is that what's happening? No. And then some smart aleck goes, Hey, what about a small Z? And everybody goes, That doesn't even look like a Z. What are you doing? And everybody goes, hey, man, it's cursive. Thank you. That was a little play I just wrote called Cursive Letters. But it's spelled, <laughs> spelled C-U-R-S-E-V-E -E letters. And uh, it's, a, it's a searing indictment on uh, current morality. All right. Our next comic of the day is Arlo and Janice. In this episode, Janice is walking along and she's wearing a coat. And it's winter, you can tell, because there's a tree with no leaves on it and everything is gray. Um, and, and, uh, oh. and then she, I just want to start singing California dreaming, but I'm not going to because, uh, one, I can't sing and two, I can't afford the, the rights. Anyway, she goes and she's, she's walking along and she goes, ugh, this is miserable. And then it starts to snow and she looks around and then she's in the last panel. She comes home and, and Arlo goes, Hey, how was your walk? And she says, magical. Ooh. And the, I think the joke here. Is that a miserable day is turned magical by something as simple as snow? So, uh, you think? I think Janice enjoys snow. Is the point? What do you think? I think yeah. Do you think she likes snow? Sure. 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 All right. Moving on to Ripley's Believe. 
believe it or not. And this is a comic that just features interesting facts that I assume are true. For example, in 2010, the citizens of New Bremen, Ohio, baked a 3,699-pound pumpkin pie. Look, look how big that pie is. And it's all surrounded by, like, chefs who look exactly the same. There's a bunch of. Do you of, want to eat all that? I do not want to eat 3,699 pounds of pumpkin pie. <laughs> but my question is, why didn't they just go ahead and throw on another pound so it would be an even 3,700 pound pumpkin pie? I mean, how hard could it have been at that point just to round it up? You know what I'm saying? And then, and then, hey, look, one of the other comics here, or the other facts, is the universal law of urination, which says that all animals take almost the <laughs> same amount of time to empty their bladders about 21 seconds. And it shows a dog, like doing the <laughs> doing the got I got a potty dance. I got um, a potty dance. So uh, no, what about that? Uh, and then well, that one's not funny. That that it rained blood 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 red rain from fell from the sky in India in two thousand one. What does that even mean? It means that the, it rained and it was it was red. It was a red rain coming down, coming down all around. Red rain. <laughs> that's 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 some Peter Gabriel for you there. Uh, kids love. Kids love '80s era Peter Gabriel. It's true. I know. I know. I don't want to shock the monkey there, but that's 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 true. I feel like I'm trying to wedge these jokes in with a sledgehammer, but uh, it's a games without frontiers. All right, moving on. Our next comic of the day is Nancy. In this particular in this particular episode, okay, Nancy sees Aunt Fritzy reading a newspaper in the other room. She's in the kitchen. Nancy's in the kitchen. There's a cookie jar on top of the refrigerator. So Nancy climbs up a ladder and... I can't see what Okay, well, it doesn't make sense. See, she climbs up a ladder in one panel and then reaches over in the next panel to the cookie jar. So, this is hard to explain. There's a... there's The panel has a cookie... A, a refrigerator on the left... Nancy's on the ladder on the right. So she goes to the next panel, and she's using the ladder from the last panel to pick up the cookie jar and then throw it to herself in the next panel. If that, this, I, You kind of have to see this one to make sense, but I think I'm explaining it. So she does that, and she throws herself the cookie jar. Then she sits down and starts eating cookies on top of the ladder. And then Aunt Fritzy comes in and... Uh, and Nancy goes, hey, wait, I broke the fourth wall. How could you possibly see me? Now, that'd be funny enough right there. But there's a final panel where Aunt Fritzy points to the comic strip that's of Nancy. And it's the exact thing that we just saw happen. So Aunt Fritzy is reading the comic of Nancy doing what Nancy just... This is like Inception, only, only without Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Or that... Or that soundtrack that goes, boom. That's not a soundtrack. Yeah, it went, boom. <laughs> For like two and a half hours, that was all you heard in this movie. Boom. <laughs> That's right. That is that is Inception in a nutshell. And then and then uh, Michael Caine spun a top. So the joke here is Nancy's being extremely meta and whatnot. All right. Our next comic of the day is the Argyle sweater. In this episode, there's a couple apples at a gym. And remember, remember, folks, the Argyle sweater is not the far side. Uh, so, okay, there's two apple, <laughs> apples at a gym. Do you see? Yeah, do you see? Yeah. And there's a normal apple, and then there's an apple that looks like it's been half eaten. 
where oh. well like not half eaten but like where you can see the top the bottom and then the insides like right looks like that's what it usually looks like when like and shows when they're eating it and they're finished. <laughs> that's right. And like like before they chuck it at somebody, right? Yeah. Or they throw it at somebody. Okay, so that's what is that called? What part of the apple is that? The core. The core. Very good. Okay, good. So you're going to get the joke here. Uh, and so the uh, apple who's not eaten says, Hey, if that's what working on your core looks like, I don't think I want a gym membership at all. Gross. Oh, no. <sighs> the joke here is that when you go to the gym and work on your core, it's like working on your ab muscles, trying to strengthen your center. But with apples, the core is that part of the apple where that you don't eat. Uh, so it's the joke is that they're using a word that has multiple multiple meanings, and also apples don't work out because they are they are fruit and uh, not sentient beings. They're not alive. They're not alive. Well, I mean, they can be alive, right? But no. apples are like when they're on the tree, they're alive, aren't they? I mean, like living. Yeah, they're living on the tree. No, not like us. Oh, you, okay. So that you're meaning like they don't wander around. Yeah. I mean, how do they? How does it even get to the gym? They don't have legs. I don't even know how they get. <laughs> they to the roll. Oh, they roll around, and then but the apple whose core is visible has little arms though, but the other apple does not. Because <laughs> it's like it's just like. I'll roll, but I can't pick up anything. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, and it's Orchard Fitness, by the way. So I don't know how... Uh, you, know, you get the joke. It's uh, Apple Corps. Hey, Apple Corps, Baltimore, who's your friend? Not the Argyle sweater. All right, our next comic of the day... Doesn't even is, rhyme. It, poetry doesn't have to rhyme. Yes, it does. It, well, it should. Yeah, that's what poetry is. Well, no, you'll learn... Someday you will learn that there's a type of poetry that doesn't rhyme... And that's just called really short prose. All right, our next comic of the day is Pickles by Brian Crane. In this episode, this is a bizarre product placement, but it like it literally says Hershey's Milk Duds. There's a box that says Hershey's Milk Duds. Maybe they just got a natural box. Well, maybe they, well, it is a cartoon, so it's not real, right? I mean, it's they could have took a picture. They could have taken a picture of it, and then made it look not real. Uh, that's that is certainly possible. That's a good point. Um, okay, so. So, so Mr. Pickles is eating milk duds, Hershey's milk duds, and he's going. You, you can tell he's eating it because what does it say coming choo, up? Choo 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 choo. Choo choo choo. He's like a train. He's going choo 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 choo. Choo 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 choo. <laughs> and Mrs. Pickles goes, "Hey, are you eating my milk duds?" And uh, what does he do? Choo 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 choo. Choo chomp chomp chew. Well. And then he says, and this is like seven panels of him making chewing noises. And he finally goes, well, first of all, I resent the accusation. The joke here is that Mr. Pickles is pretending that he did not, in fact, eat uh, the milk duds when it's clear to all involved that he, in fact, did do so. All right. Our next comic of the day is a Mama by Mel Lazarus. Which I I don't understand how this comic still exists, but it does. And anyway, the whole fam, Mama and her three children, all three of them. We rarely see the one one guy whose name I forget. Thomas. We all we rarely see Thomas. We usually see uh, the other two who are ne'er do wells. But Thomas is respectable, and you can tell he's respectable because his hair is combed and he has glasses. And uh, they're all going, "Hey, good dinner!" And Mom, Mama says, "Hey, everybody, open your uh, fortune cookies." 
And Thomas says, a boy's best friend is his mother. Then the next kids is, ah, there's no one so lonely as a motherless child. And then uh, the final, the daughter says, God gave the garden its rose and the home its mother. And, and Mama's getting very excited. She goes, oh, that's very, very, very nice. And the waiter shows up and, uh, and says, hey, excuse me, will there be anything else? And Mama screams and shakes her fists. And he's like, and, yes, another round of fortune cookies. <laughs> because, because Mama's getting validation from a, from a dessert. And what is with her hat? It's just like a flat, a flat. Yeah, it's just hat this, with this, like these two. It's I like don't a know. bow. It's like a bow. It's like a flat board with a bow on it. It, it does not. It's not a flattering hat. But what am I? What do I know? I'm no haberdasher. Our next comic of the day is Beetle Bailey. In this episode, uh, Beetle is wandering around. He sees a cave and he goes, "Hey, this looks like a great place to to rest." So he. He puts some hay down that he's found lying around on the ground. He decorates it. He sets his phone up and has some music. He's just lying around. And then uh, Sergeant Snorkel and uh, like a lieutenant come in and go, Hey, look look who's made a home for himself in this cave. Looks comfy. And then in the last panel, they're all just they're sleeping in the cave. Um, the jo- All right. The, the joke... Okay. The joke here is that Beetle's goofing off, and then the 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 uh, the officers didn't want him to because they were looking for him. But then they saw how comfortable the cave was and decided to join him for a nap, which I guess is supposed to be funny because you wouldn't expect them to take a nap too. But Beetle is always always taking naps, so. Yeah, that's cool. All right, our next comic of the day is uh, is Hagar the Horrible. Uh, and in this, all right, I'm not even going to go through this whole thing, but the, he go, they go to a restaurant, a whole horde of Vikings, and uh, one of the one of the waiters says, uh, you're going to have to learn how to wait on the table of Vikings fresh from battle. It's, it's terrible. And uh, one of the Vikings goes, hey, we've got a spill over here. And the new waiter goes, don't worry, I can handle it. And he says, who spilled a drink? And Hagar says, it's not a drink. Sven's bloody nose. Sven's nose spilled blood all over the place. Give me the towel. And that's the that's it. That's the joke is that the well, waiter... He says sorry. Oh, he does say sorry. The, the, waiter, the joke is the waiter was expecting there to be a spilled glass of wine, which is what one would expect in a restaurant. But instead, there's a nose bleeding all over the restaurant. And if you look at all the Vikings... One of them, Lucky Eddie, who is the Viking with a funnel for a hat, is completely blotto. In fact, his eyes are just little dots. He's, like, uh, he's just kind of going, duh. And then there's one guy with a goofy smile and a spear. And then there's there's a final guy who's just got an arrow in his back, just hanging around right there. So He's like, he's just smiling and just holding it. He's like... Yeah, it's so... But the joke is that uh, Vikings bleed. Which was the name of my death metal band in college, Vikings Bleed. We were very good. Our next comic of the day is Mandrake the Magician. <laughs> this episode. All right, so uh, some police and uh, EMTs are, are picking up a jogger who's been beat up or, or, or who's, who's knocked out. We, we, we know he's knocked out because uh, the police officer says he's still out cold. And then the EMT goes, hey, they even stole his running shoes. And then we cut to... <laughs> 
we cut to Mandrake's house, and Mandrake is sitting around his house, dressed up in a tuxedo and a cape, just sitting there watching TV. And uh, the, he's got an exclamation point shooting off his head as somebody's explaining the news of a jogger being knocked out. And uh, the, the caption is, Just another news item, but one with far more serious consequences than Mandrake himself could even imagine to be continued. Was that, what'd you like? Did you like that voice? That was pretty good, wasn't it? No. What do you mean, no? That was really good. No, it wasn't. To be continued. What? No, that wasn't good. Well, you do it. No. Say to be continued. I can't. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, so Mandrake's, Mandrake's watching the news with exclamation points shooting off his head. It's I, only one. It's not exclamation points. Okay, Miss Technical. <laughs> it's one exclamation point but he is still sitting around in a cape in his house which is weird all right our that don't worry about that beep that was just me scoring points with the comedy the comedy whatever uh our next comic of the day is okay this is exciting this is a new one it's called popeye's cartoon club oh. all right what the deal here is is that they're letting other artists draw Popeyes in honor of Popeyes' 90th birthday. So this one is by uh, Liniers, who is I believe, and I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. I apologize, but he's an Argentinian comic strip artist. Uh, and today, <laughs> Popeye, and it's really actually pretty cool art. I like it. Uh, Popeye is talking to Jeep, uh, which is that creature with a giant nose who goes Jeep 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 Jeep, Jeep. and Popeye goes. I guess I should update my, these old-timey tattoos. And he's showing off his, his tattoos of anchors. And he goes, I hoid that Wimpy went into the tattoo ink business. And so uh, Wimpy's there with a tattoo needle. And he goes, well, what will it be, a burger? I'm great with burgers. And then Popeye goes, no, no, I need something, something cool, something new, something lit. So, so Wimpy starts tattooing him. And then the last panel... Old Popeye's there about to fight Brutus or Bluto or whichever his name is. It used to be Brutus or it used to be Bluto. They changed it at some point for reasons unclear to me. If you know why they changed Brutus to Bluto or Bluto to Brutus or whatever, feel free to write us at uh, at, at Joe <laughs> HowlingMonkeyRadio.com with any explanation you might have. In fact, do that with any comments you have. And maybe I'll read them on the air. Maybe I won't. Depends. Who can say? Anyway... He's talking to Blutus. Blutus. We'll call him Blutus. He's talking to Blutus. And he goes, and Blutus starts laughing. He goes, Sorry, old pal. I can't fight you looking like that. And what we see is his new tattoos are smiley faces, like you'd, like you'd put in a text message. That's the joke there is that uh, his old timey tattoos have been updated with, uh, with emoticons. So. Or is, or is that, or is it, or is it, it's emojis, not emoticons. I don't uh, know. You don't know what emojis are. Well, I'm very old. I don't know what's going on. You should. You should be, you should be happy I can even uh, operate a computer, honestly. Our next comic of the day is Mother Goose and Grim. Oh, man, this is rough. Okay, in this one, the dog, who is Grim, his name is Grim, says, I think I'll take a lap before dinner. And then the next panel, he's what's he doing? Napping. Where is he napping? On on, on Mother Goose's yeah. lap. He's taking a nap on her lap, so he's having a lap. No. Before dinner. 
joke here is that lap and nap rhyme. are very similar and they rhyme. And so he's taking a nap Back. on a lap. That's the joke. That's the gentle comedy of Mother Goose and Grimm this Sunday. Our next comic of the day is yeah. a stop it. Yeah. Stop it right now. Yeah. No. Yeah. Do not yeah. do not sit here and clap and go yay because the family circus is on. That's wrong, man. No, it isn't. It's okay. good. Okay. Let's see if how good you think it is. Because this is one of the laziest family circuses I've seen in a long time. This one's titled A Child's Mind. And so in the, it's like three amorphous blobs. The first amorphous blob is, is simply the one that says a child's mind. In the second amorphous blob, uh, some dude is coming to the house and uh, Vel is telling Dolly, go ahead and give Uncle Chris a kiss. And Uncle Chris is uh, <laughs> is wearing like a, a leisure suit and he looks like a 1970s fella. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got like, that, like this beard and... Uh, <laughs> And he's leaning down to kiss Dolly. And uh, Vel says, give Uncle Chris a kiss. And Dolly's, in her mind, in a child's mind, imagines kissing a brush. Because he has a beard. So she's imagining it's like a brush. There. I I don't know even know. We've never met Uncle Chris before. I don't know whose brother he supposedly is. I think there's some shenanigans afoot. I'm not going to go into it any further than that because I don't want to I don't because M's here, but I don't want to go into it. But I'm not sure that Uncle Chris is really an uncle. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying. You do. I know you do. No, All right. No. That's okay. You don't need to. Okay. So that's it. That's the joke. There is that she thinks it would be like kissing a brush because he's got a beard. And then the next, Vel's on the phone, and says and says, "I'm so glad you've called. I've been down in the dumps all day." And then little PJ pictures Vel lying there in a in the sound dump on garbage because. Being down in the dumps means you're feeling bad. But I now have a connective theory here because I think Uncle Chris has given her a call and she was she's happy to hear from him. That's what I think. You know what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's a whole storyline here involving Uncle Chris that I think is just inappropriate for family fair. (sighs) She's lying on garbage. Finally today. Andy Cap. That was good. Is drunk. It was not good. Yes, it was. Andy is drunk. This program is brought to you by Law Dog Productions LLC. We're on the web at howlingmonkeyradio.com, where you can find our other shows and content. You can also learn about ways to support our efforts there. You can reach us through our email address, info at howlingmonkeyradio.com.